Mr. Duke, I'm so sorry we didn't get to spend more one-on-one time together. Well, that was a, <laughs> a tragedy. I just met those heroic brothers in the cause. Yeah, and the chapter's just shaking at the core. Mm. Yeah, and poor Connie, right? I mean, she, not only does she lose her husband, but poor Connie. she's Connie's looking at serious prison time. My God. And then there was that nigger detective. Shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. Those goddamn colors. <laughs> They sure know how to spoil a celebration. Christ, you gotta say that again. Those goddamn <laughs> coloreds. Sure know how to spoil a celebration. Can I ask you a question, sir? Shoot. That nigger detective. Did you ever? Come on. Did you ever get his name? No. I don't think I. Are uh, you sure you don't know who he is? Are <laughs> <clears throat> right, you absolutely sure? Because that nigga, coon, gator bait, spade, spook, sambo, spear chucking jungle bunny, Mississippi wind chime wind detective, chime? is Ron Stallworth, you racist, peckerwood, redneck, inch worm, needle dick motherfucker. <laughs> oh! Oh! I'll be here all week. <laughs> Look at a Rotten Tomatoes score of a movie, and you can think when it's above a certain number. And this is all manufactured kind of nonsense. But you can you can look at it and think, what's your what's your number? Well, if it's a, if it's above an eighty-five, I, I'm I'm gonna like it, right? Uh, you you know you might think that your my number might be ninety-seven, ninety-six. What is what is one where almost there's a foolproof plan that you're 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 gonna like a film? I don't I don't know that, that number is stupid. It might be different than it might not exist for some people. Some people's taste might be so hard to pin down. And I often find my taste, for better or for worse, when a movie seems to get into the above night maybe ninety four, I'm almost certainly gonna think, oh, that was a good movie. And the, and the ones that aren't are are sometimes the some of the more interesting movies to review for me. And you are tuned into the 173rd edition of the Movie Review Show, part of the MySpace, the podcast network. And this is one of those movies that I I did not agree with the general consensus. The approval rating of Rotten Tomatoes, I guess, currently is 96 percent for this movie. I I I am someone who is critical of Spike Lee in general from the get-go because for me, his movies are just so, so erratic that I, I, I never, I can never kind of latch on to them. And the problem with the black Klansman is not that it's a bad film. I mean, it's not a bad movie. I mean, there are parts of the movie that are actually very good. It's just wildly, it's wildly inconsistent in the way that, you know, most of Spike Lee's movies typically are. But the parts of this particular film that are bad, they're, they're, they're bad in the worst way a film can be bad. And I think to start with what that with one of those elements, you have to look at the ending of this film. 
The end of this film includes archival footage of our president, Donald Trump, and Charlottesville. Footage of the Charlottesville riots and protests and counter-protests that ended in uh, fatal violence. Uh, it's, it's relevant thematically, for sure. The people who perpetrated that violence are directly tied to the KKK, if not directly having members of the KKK, uh, they certainly have that. You know, you don't you don't storm with pitch with uh, with uh, uh, f- uh, with uh, tiki torches and, and shouting Jews will not replace us, unless you you know you're somewhat sympathetic with the modus operandi of the Ku Klux Klan. But to say that that and to, to end your film with that, it's just, to say that it feels tacked on is an understatement because it, that is it's bad on another level of bad. It's pandering. It's it doesn't say much for your film if three minutes of archival footage, scored and and nicely edited, can basically invoke more emotion and feel more powerful than anything in the previous two hours and 15 minutes of the film. Spike Lee is, is a filmmaker who is at this point known for the fact that he's going to cram as many visual styles and modes of filmmaking into a single work as he can. I think I just throw out any of his, any of his films. I mean, you can you'll, you'll go to one thing where, where, where somebody's talking directly to the camera. You're going to do one thing where the look feels this way. You're gonna do. You're gonna have a scenes using contemporary music. You're gonna see scenes scored with uh, a typical uh, uh, kind of classic movie movie score, and they're all gonna happen in the same film. This is Spike Lee. This is this is this is sort of what he's gonna do, and that's why to me he's never gonna be anything more than just a guy who makes interesting films that are frustrating because he's clearly has a has has just this great talent. And to not be able to get to to not see that as anything more than a flaw, and I don't know how one you I, I suppose there's people out there who who think that it's, it's there's something to it. I I don't I don't I don't think I'll ever get it to be honest with you. And if I'd love to hear a a if you want to point me in the direction of a more nuanced reaction to his aesthetic. On the whole, uh, I'd be happy to to read it. I'd be happy to check it out. But I mean, I don't think that it's ever going to change my opinion on him, uh, because the, the, it, it's frustrating. When I say frustrating, I mean it's, it's 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 weird to be frustrated by a movie, and I'm rarely frustrated by bad by movies that are just bad because they're just if you're watching a movie that's just bad or it, that means it's probably just like boring. And this movie's not necessarily boring. I mean, I think that there are scenes in this movie that that are really great. There are stretches of this movie that are really great. Spike Lee, if anything else, gets great performances out of his actors, and he he tends to work with great actors, and he and he gets the most out of them. Uh, I think this is no exception. You've got um, Adam Driver, probably the biggest name in the current uh, moment. He plays uh, kind of a co-starring role with uh, John David Washington, is the actor who plays the lead. Um, Ron Stallworth and he is the son of Denzel Washington 
I did not know that. And this is essentially really his first um, big role. I'm look, just looking at this. He was a football player, college football player. Uh, yeah, this he was. Um, this is, I think, his first role of any sort of note. Uh, and he's he's good in this. I mean, you can tell he's a little bit green. Uh, his character is an interesting one to kind of portray because it. And you know a lot of it's a lot of it is on the phone, and he's uh he's he's doing this sort of voice, and you know as you heard from that intro clip I played, but the intro clip was just a mess to me and tacked on, and there, there's another part of this that's worth noting, and and it's one that I am not necessarily gonna hate the movie for, but I I and I, in general this is something I wouldn't hate a movie for, but the way that it's done here is kind of uh it's kind of bad uh, and and that's the historical accuracy of the piece uh i guess there are three main points of uh, uh, being contested that are pretty widely known to be just uh, uh false first first adam driver's character never 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 was identified uh, there might be you might be able to dig deep online and figure out who it was, but in, in the in the book that this is based upon, he never outs the the identity of his character. So the, so everything we know that the, the Adam Driver character is is based on in this film is is fiction. It's a, he he wasn't he wasn't Jewish, for instance. You know, making him uh, making him Jew a Jew was is is for dramatic purposes and enhancement uh, in that angle to make you feel something. So is that cheap? It's a little. It's it's a It's to say it's not cheap. You know, you'd be lying to yourself. It's a little cheap. A uh, smaller one. Film takes place in 1972, but the actual events occurred in 1979. Now, I don't. I don't. I don't clearly get the case here, unless they wanted to shoehorn in some more uh, um, time period specific uh, looks or or, or, or characters, uh, real life uh, illusions. If anything, if anything, you put, maybe maybe the violence at the end, which we'll get to, which was also uh, not historically accurate. Maybe it makes more sense to the audience if it if it takes place earlier by seven years. I, I'm not sure why. Seems again, not nothing. I'm not going to pile on for the for that discrepancy. It just seems like an odd one to to, to set the film in '72 when when he wrote the book about events that happened in 1979. The last point is that the bomb plot at the end which is where i which is when the movie totally lost me and and i could kind of feel and i was thinking i was like there's no way this happened in the, in real life it, and when that and that when that happens and you and, and you're watching something on screen and you can kind of tell where where they've where they've escaped reality and now they're telling us complete fiction when you can tell that without knowing anything about the story just from the way that it feels something is very very wrong uh, with with the how you, how you've decided to structure and 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 have your movie flow, uh, it was in, the the plot of that was inspired by a different case of a real incident, um, but this again was the to added to this plot was just purely for a climax and 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 to add some more drama to the story. The actual plot is. Apparently, again, I'm reading this is off of a uh, source material on Wikipedia. The real chapter that Stallworth and his partner infiltrated was of was of concern due to some of its members having high-ranking military po- positions. 
and that is alluded to so and I, I didn't think of it at the time but they there there is an allusion to two guys at a hunting thing when they're like oh those guys are you know those 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 guys don't worry about who those they say like don't worry about who those guys are so they they and, and it turns out later that you you realize that those two guys are military guys they're so not uh uh part of the the plot concerns that it's funny that that was the actual plot that's that's the was the real life plot but it, it, they felt the need to why even mention it then if you weren't if it wasn't going to tie into your plot at all i could go on and on um but it, it to me the film doesn't work much at all uh i i, I hate shitting on it again because i i agree I, you know i love spike lee i think spike lee is kind of an american treasure really and I, and I agree with the politics behind this like 1000%. So it pains me to 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 give to give a to not be able to give a recommendation for this film and I would I would go so far as to say that it teeters on me not being able to even recommend it. Um I'm not going to give it I'm not going to give it a total bomb grade, but it's right on that line that's it's not essential viewing for me. It's certainly the accolades that it, that it got, uh, people saying that it's you know, Spike Lee's best. Again, I don't. I'm not sure Spike Lee's made a single classic film, but it's definitely not in my top five Spike Lee movies. Uh, what score do I actually give this film? Well, 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 that's a good question. Um, I am going to give it a six point six. 33 uh 6.633 and that's that's a little higher than maybe i'm i'm giving it points just for giving it at least one full point just as a bonus because i i agree with everything i agree i agree with the message that it is bringing to the table unequivocally essentially and so i i don't want to shortchange uh the fact that films like this are getting made and messages like this are being pushed to a wider group of people. I think that's important. I think as a piece of cinema, it's it it doesn't work, but as some as a delivery system for a certain idea, and that idea is not it's it's literally not uh, anything more than you know this this type of shit like it's still happening. It's been going on for a long time. And we need to do something about it to to get it to stop. And I, I mean, it, it doesn't provide any answers. Maybe that's that's necessarily that's you know I I don't know if there are answers or if any films are are really responsible for providing answers. But it it does do its job there. Again, the ending is the most powerful part about it is seeing the Charlottesville things. And it's cheap, but it's it's effective and cheap. So it's it, you can't you can't I can't deny its effectiveness. I also can't deny that I felt it was cheap. There you have it, folks. My review of Black Klansman. I also it's it's a very Spike Lee stylization of the title to have the 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 extra K and connected to just one word. I don't know why he didn't. Oh, this is so stupid. If he's going to make it all one word, I, I maybe would have put the little K. Uh, maybe he had two little Ks and one big K in the connecting. I'm just looking at the stylization of how he wrote Black Klansman. 
it's neither here nor there. It truly isn't. Uh, this was this was interestingly also a Blumhouse picture. I guess it was. I think it was produced by Blumhouse, uh, which is they're really they really are. It was it had a bunch of different production companies and it was distributed by Focus Features, and it was a successful movie for them. Uh, made like almost a hundred million dollars in the box office. So I mean, it was definitely. Uh, as far as Spike Lee films go, this was certainly one uh, that, if you, if you look at his last like ten movies or so, not a lot of them have uh, been clicking in the mainstream. So I think it's good that I like I think Spike Lee. It's good. It's good thing that Spike Lee is having uh, this late career success, if you will. But I had problems with it, and I, and I had, and I have to address them as such. I mean, I can't, I can't give this movie a great grade, and I can't, I can't, I give it a, the the slightest, I guess, of record. I guess by my score, six point six three three, one would say it's a recommendation, but it's, it's, if it is, it's, it's a very light recommendation for me. And uh, there's, there's a lot of other. It doesn't come close to the top uh, films of the year of twenty eighteen, nor, nor the top films of even Spike Lee's career. So I mean, I think Spike Lee, going to do look at this quickly. Because we're here. I could get to it. All right. Uh, of the of movies he's directed. Okay. I'm going to go through and just tell you which which movies are better than this. That, that I've seen. And I haven't seen. I've not seen all of these movies. Inside Man, 25th Hour, Summer of Sam. He Got Game. Malcolm X. Jungle Fever, I have not seen probably since I was like I I I don't I can't even comment on uh, do the right thing. So those are all better than this. That what was it five or so. So it's not in the top five of his movie of his career. Uh, it, it's a bit troubling that it's it's been so so unanimously highly rated. But I guess if I'm giving it a you know I guess all Rotten Tomato does is count how many people are giving it a recommendation, right? I mean, so I mean if I'm essentially giving it a recommendation, even though if it's a trepidatious one, then uh, it's still a recommendation. So maybe I'm part of the 96%. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, we are the 96%. That's my new slogan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a uh, Occupy Spike Lee. I don't know what I'm getting at. I, I got to, uh, I got to end this show for, for real episode 173 of the movie review show is over. The next film up. Whenever it may come out, is I, I will be reviewing the uh, lovely, standing the test of time, comedic classic, Kids in the Hall, Brain Candy. So stay tuned for that. <laughs>